All right, everyone, it's time to start the podcast. Wait, who the fuck are you? You don't know me? Mm. I am I am friend Ichi. You're not Ishida Zazil. Ishida Zazil is dead. I stabbed him. I mean, sent him on a vacation. Oh, okay. I am friend Ichi. I am super Ichi. Oh. I am better Ichi. And I, and I hear you brought friends in the background. Is that true? I can do nothing about them. They are beings of chaos. Oh, well, guess what? They are beings of chaos who should be quiet because we're recording! Thank you! (laughs) Wow, that worked. I like this Super Ichi. You know what? Let's put him in the roll call. Cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Bluecaster, Super Ichi, Loud and Impulsive, Pinkcaster, Lane, Illuminating the Tokuverse, Yellowcaster, Autogun, One Little Spark of Courage, Dreamcaster, Global Self Perka, Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. I so, am Friend Ichi. Yeah, so yeah, welcome, so. welcome everybody. We've replaced Ichi with a robot. Two forty-three. So. What's that Pokemon? Well, Blaze isn't here, so how the fuck can we know? Okay. Yeah, where's Blazikoon? He's off misspelling names. Senpai can't be without Blazikoon. <laughs> oh, it's Raiko. Cool. We're now in the legendaries. Legendary beasts, because when we were kids, we all called them the legendary dogs, even though look, Raiko, it's my, gr- look, it's even though Raiko f- is clearly a fucking tiger. Yeah. It's my favorite, the Herc of Tim. Because <laughs> <laughs> the letters are cut off. Tim has come. I, yeah. I just remember when IGN released released like an April Fool's trailer for a Legend of Zelda fucking live action movie and I actually believed it was real for a little bit. <laughs> uh, to, to, what you think. Like, that is the, way bigger than Raiko's actual the, mouth. The, what, your cat, <laughs> what your cat thinks he looks like. What Wait. he actually looks like. I'm pretty sure Raiko's actually never been in a Pokemon movie. Yes, he has. Oh, he has? Yes, Zoroark oh. and the Masters of Illusion. Oh, okay. It was a shiny Raiko as well. Oh, that's cool. cool. Wait, so there's more than one Raiko? No, it was an illusion. There are multiple legendaries. It's just in the game, you're only allowed to get one. Mm. Unless Everybody gets one. Unless Even you're the Pokedex says stuff like there's one entity for everything. The Pokedex is full of bullshit written by fucking horror novel <laughs> authors. It also compares very, the size of various things to African elephants for some reason. They, they say that Aaron weighs fucking over 100 pounds, but Ash has no problem holding him up in one shot. Oh. Ash is just really, really buff. Didn't you see that thing where you threw a log like that's oh yeah and the pokemon chronicles first three episodes which apparently that was a raiko ova oh yeah 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 i remember that anyways welcome to cast ranger this is episode raiko episode 243 and this week we're discussing episodes 33 of zeo seven of ryu soldier and we are discussing all three episodes of the rider time shinobi special which i didn't watch because i was too busy cooking you're cooking fucking Burgers and mac and cheese, apparently. And, yeah. And not sharing any with the class. 
You guys ordered your own food. If I knew you were making those, I would have gotten in on it. You saw me cleaning I didn't pot. see what you were clean what you were cooking. I just saw that you Can were you cooking. Smell what the gar is cooking. Anyways. Can you smell what the gar is cooking tonight. Anyways, for those who might be listening for the first time, thank you for tuning in. Uh, as you can tell, we are a gaggle of Ontarian tokusatsu enthusiasts oh. who assemble every week to discuss Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third topic of varying relevance. Oh, All you new listeners, run. <laughs> Get out now! Before you, before you, it's too late. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to notice, throughout May, it's nothing but Kamen Rider featured topics. Good. That's when we mainly talk about Gar. Yeah, I'm gonna jump off a plane. Soon. Excuse me, uh, I think you're gonna be there for next week's topic, which we won't say yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. if you know what we're talking about this week, what next week's topic is should be obvious. Oh, Anyways. Oh, we're talk- oh yeah, uh, we're talking about Ninja Turtles this week. Yeah. Are we? Close enough. Pretty close actually. Wait, what do you mean close enough? Well, I already said we're talking Rider Time Shinobi. More oh, like- oh, you Shinobi. mean Toku Shredder? Yeah, actually, it's more like Naruto. But he's purple and and yellow. He he's Shredder. He Toku Shredder. <laughs> Shredder already looks like a. Toku the, technically, the purple one and the one with the claws were two different characters. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, let's Rider time this shit. Rider time. It's a weird contrast between that slightly ashamed-looking Ash and the <laughs> color Yeah, we're talking about Zeo. So, I'm sure we all were equally surprised when the episode of Zeo opened with Tekken? Tekken 7, to be specific. Yeah, well, we, I mean, Bandai lurks, lurks with Toei. Are they not allowed to play Tekken? Like, no, 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 they are. It's, it's, just, it's funny because Tekken is made by Bandai Namco and Bandai works with Toei, so we haven't seen this since Exit. Hang on, didn't didn't Riku and Riku Bandai and and uh, fucking play Tekken Seven? Yeah, yeah, they played Tekken Seven. Yeah, yeah. So Ultraman G did it first. Yeah, Ultraman G did it first. Well, how? When was G? Uh, uh, Twenty seventeen. Well, so was Exit. Exit did it also. Yes, and then Shinkenger, uh, the first time. Oh we, yeah, Shinkenger did it first. Time we see Chiaki, he's playing fucking Tekken Five. So yeah, Shinkenger did it first. Just, Fuck you. I guess they just have the ability to use Tekken. It's like our go-to video games exist no, in this No, te- Tekken's like the most popular fighting game in fucking Reminds Japan. Reminds me how in the Stitch anime they used that um, RPG that Disney worked on. Um, Toontown? No, no, like, it, it was <laughs> like... Epic a, Mickey? This, this, uh, no, it's like this actual, like, anime style. It's like with anime-style RPG that they worked on that I forget the name of. Um, I will remember at some point. I apologize. Okay. Uh, so we get introduced to apparently one of quote unquote Hibiki's ex pupils, Tsutomu, who by coincidence happens to be one of Sogo's former classmates. Okay, that's actually Sonic Little. No. Talking about Project Needle Mouse, which means you know that. Has to uh, <laughs> yeah. Kill it! No, that's it. That's, Kill it that, all. that's Detective Pikachu after like a hundred cups of coffee. I can see effort values! Oh, I can't see anything! I'm right here, Brocco. 
Anyway, so yeah, uh, this is the Hibiki episode, which I was so hyped, and then I found out Hibiki's not in it, so I didn't give zero shits. I <laughs> did not watch. So you didn't give zero shits, so you gave some shits. Yeah, I, I That's had, right, I'm gonna be that asshole. Yeah, I had some shits, because I actually love Comrade Hibiki as a series. I mean, Hibiki was pretty dope. Very underrated. I yeah. recommended it to Anyone, no, wa- anyone who has it. not seen it, go watch it. Watch it for Sabaki. I still have more quests. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Actually, all you what? need to all you need to do is just watch the the movie because the movie's a prequel, and you watch it for Kamen or Kabuki. He's the best no. fucking part. No, no, wait, AKA Common Rider. Someone no. already tried to stab me. No. Why did wa- someone try to stab? Him? He, no, no, his watch. helmet looks like no. someone tried to stab him with a very pointy rod. Watch it for Common Rider. Danki Iki. And what other Oni only appear in less than one episode? Habataki. <laughs> Those are all movie ones. Yeah. Which, fun fact, Kamara Danki's actor was actually Hibiki's suit actor. Cool. Yeah. That's Whoa. why he was only in one episode. <laughs> yeah, because at the time... And, and there were plans for them. And yeah, then, and there were over a hundred other Oni that were apparently written but never actually shown. What was Hibiki's actual name? Hideaki something? Yeah, the thing about Hibiki is they all had actual human names that were, like, very similar to their Oni name, but they give up their human names when they become Oni. Yeah, because it's weird, because, like, like on the Comrade Wiki, it gives his actual name, but I swear, when I watched the entire show, they never said his no, actual name. No, I know, no, because he, they gave up their names. Yeah, they gave yeah, up their names, so that's why he's Hibiki. Kind of the, only, the only one I remember offhand, because it's the most badass fucking name I've ever heard in my life, is Zanki's original name, which was... Zalmaru Zaitsuhara. Isn't that just the most badass name of all fucking time? That's pretty cool. (laughs) And like Todoroki's is like Toriyama or something? So a fun little fact about Comrade Hibuki. So Toei initially planned for Blade to be the end of the Heisei Kamen Rider series. (laughs) In which they thought, okay, five seasons. How can we top this? So five seasons is good enough. Let's redo something else Ishiomori did. Uh, Blade was the fourth, I think. Wait, Kuga Agito Ryuki 5. Okay, yeah, that's five. I was thinking because it's from, it aired in 2004. Oh, okay. That's why I thought that. But then it's like, Hibiki was immediately rushed into production, which even... It wasn't even supposed to be Ryder at first, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't even supposed to be Ryder. It's a ninja show. But Bandai of Japan's being like, Gimme! Where's my Ryder show? Um... We're fuck. making uh, one, yeah. Here. So they what pull- the fuck is this? So they pulled this. A common rider. Common rider Hibiki. Okay, yeah. okay, does he have a belt? Kinda. Yes. He uses right, a tuning fine. he uses a tuning fork. So they pulled a Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. Basically, so, so basically the show has Kirby's Epic Yarn. Hibiki as a show definitely doesn't feel like a main like a rider show because it initially wasn't meant to be a rider show. But that it it kind of gives it this weird thing where it's like a breath of fresh air. If you've watched a lot of rider shows, it's mm-hmm. very different. Yeah, which I really loved it for its lore. I kind of wish they'd gone more ham with them with the musical aspect. Why of it. did no. Why did Deno get more spinoffs where Hibiki had so much lore you could do more movies with that? Right, and it's, there's over a hundred oni they could fucking make stories for days. Oh well, because fucking people were like, "That's not Kamen that's Rider. not my rider." Oh yeah, uh, that and toy sales were not the greatest. To the point, I mean, it's not like toys weren't really that great. They didn't really have much to make toys of because yeah. it wasn't initially going to be Rider. It, it led to the point where half the series had to be scrapped, which everybody should know about this now. The second half of Hibiki was 
wholly rewritten. And that's where we get Kyoki, who is the main character in this. Alright, let's talk about my biggest problem in in this. They do not name Kyoki, his, his transformed form. They just say that he's a nameless Oni. And I get that the name Kyoki was only coined during the Hibiki stage shows. But I don't know why that apparently precludes it from being counted as the name of the form. Maybe it's Maybe he had to earn the title. But this, if if the stage show is where they named him, then that would be part of the canon, so this would have been after that. Okay. Well, maybe... I don't know, how long was Todoroki freaking just known as the other guy? I mean, it wasn't very long until he came up with the name Todoroki, because this, the idea was he was supposed to be the new Zanki, but... He was like, nope, I'm going to start my own legend. I will be Todoroki. Hmm. A quick question about Kyoki in this episode, since I didn't really get to watch it. Uh-huh. Is he running around in the forest fighting Makamo? No, there's no Makamo. Fucking there's shit. just another Hibiki. It's spring, though! There should be Makamo everywhere! This is fucking bullshit. Is, he, is there at least disc animals? No. no. I, I haven't seen any Makamo. I guess I'm not this, I know I miss. We don't miss, have time miss, to show off everything. I, I miss hearing. Show. I miss hearing the fucking gorilla. Come on, you did those gimmick things with like the can droids and like the other things early on, Zia. Why no disc animals? I, yeah, I don't know. Well, they had that ma- metal hawk. Yeah, yeah, but that was. A, oh, the the, the taco watch droid. Yeah, the can droid. I feel like they should have at least reused that during this episode as like a, yeah, we remember. Yeah, yeah, we remember the animals. We just didn't find their CGI models. Either that or they were in 360. Well, we still have one more episode of the Hibiki arc. So. Yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, so Tsutomu uh, becomes another Hibiki, and I'm kind of disappointed it's not the Gyuki suit from Decade. But I'll live with it, because the design is not bad. Oh, I like the, the fucking teeth on it. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. so, there's something about Sogo in this episode? Yeah, so Tsutomu, who becomes another Hibiki, turns out to be one of Sogo's former classmates. Where Sogo said he wanted to be king, Tsutomu said he wanted, he wanted to be an Oni. Oni. And they would, like, um, encourage each other's dreams and stuff? Even though Sogo apparently thought it was just as stupid for him to be an Oni as everyone else thought it was stupid for him to be a king. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the best part of this entire fucking episode was just, was just, was was. Was was, it's goddamn adorable. Really wanted to make Sogo's birthday great. Yeah, so it's, it's Sogo's birthday on the April 28th, and Waz is like, I have to plan the most amazing birthday party ever for Wagamao. I have to celebrate it just right. And like, yeah, so we get a nice five Wagamaos, so now we're up to fucking 73 Wagamaos. <laughs> you were sad, you are like, we hit 69, and you are like, yeah, 69 Wagamaos, and then he, said it, and then he like, said it, and you were like, oh, you ruined it! Fuck! This one just hit 69 Wagamaos. That was, that wasn't gonna so, happen. So, so, we only have Kyoki, or Kyosuke. And Todoroki. And Todoroki. And Todoroki. No, no Ibuki? Nope. Nope. He, no, he, he no. died, remember, in Re-Soldier? <laughs> That's <laughs> why I expected him to be Noot, noot! Noot, noot, Wait, what about, what about his apprentice? We could have gotten her back. Oh, Akira? Yeah. No. Or Ami. No. Amaki. Yeah, Amaki. No. None of this matters. What about Hibiki? He's busy. 
What about the training? Sister? He's busy training. Oh, right, no, never mind. No, no, I'm gonna shut up before I mention about so, the sisters. So yes, Kyosuke Kiria is here to stand in for actual Hibiki. He does the the you pose. Yeah, because like, you don't deserve that. No, because he's trying to be he's trying to be exactly like Hibiki, and it's funny because later he's failing like, at it because no, he's too busy no. being like himself. Oh, was featuring Zolda. Nice. That's cool. That's actually looks really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no, and then the best part is like they're like, "Oh, is that Hibiki?" And Todoroki's like, "No." <laughs> Does Waz know about Comrade Hibiki? Because he knows about like what, yes, what? but he's also busy off screen preparing for the birthday party, so he's not here to contribute. And then, really? Okay, you know, I feel like Waz was a big missed opportunity, being like, "So, what are you here for? I'm here to help you about the other riders." Oh, just be like Guy from Go Geyser? Yeah. And I mean, he's kind of done that. Yeah, because at I, some I, episodes he's been like, "Here's Omito. the info on this common rider for like, you." I noticed in Blade and Agito, he was doing that a bit. Yeah, but really, this episode is where they're gonna be like, "Bye." I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, Kyosuke and Todoroki are here to explain whatever needs to be explained. So then we get an amazing scene where just Todoroki's like, because like uh, they were trying to find another Hibiki and like they uh, they didn't like. They he's lost to him or something? Or he By the off. way, we can officially say that Zio 2 has apparently lost his ability to break the whole restriction on needing and It's not power. just that. Something that I noticed that I wrote down, because I thought maybe I was just seeing or hearing things wrong. Mm. But since when did Gates to Revive not hurt him now? Yeah, he's been using it without any penalty or bleeding. <laughs> it's, it's, because of, it's because of his friendship with Sogo that he's I, no, stronger I, than I ever. I swear to God, if they say that's the result, that's actually the reason, I'm going to get real angry. Because <laughs> I thought at first that, like, I must have missed something, right? Well, maybe but no, yeah, the, the a couple episodes, they like he was bleeding from using Revive, and now it hasn't been a thing the last few episodes, and that's just another plot point that yeah, the show is dropping just, into the sands of time with the rest of its own bullshit. I thought that I missed something, but apparently no. I, and, and joining yeah. Gates Revive being a detriment to his health in the sea of dead plot lines is the fact that ZO2 supposedly previously had the ability... To defeat another riders permanently without needing the actual power of the corresponding rider, because they do he does a finisher on another Hibiki, but the fucking ride watch doesn't shatter. So unless there's some special bullshit associated with Hibiki, which for fucking who knows there might be, that's another plot point in this power set that's been completely discarded. But yeah, and then like it's weird, like Zio goes like X8 armor. Like why? And like he he like it's actually interesting. Like they're about to go, like they're about to fight, and then like uh, Zio, like Sogo's about to go base for him. Gets like wait why? And he's like because we can't defeat him right now. So let's just watch what he fucking does. And you know what? That I actually have to give a lot of respect to. Because whenever they go base form, it's always like, why? Why don't you just go your strongest form? Mm -hmm. But they actually made the specific mention of, we can't defeat it, so I'll go base form and we'll just fight and observe and mm -hmm. see what he fights like. So we can learn how he fights, that way when we come back with the right power set, we know what to do. And I actually have to give the show props for that. This gets clocked in the face. Well, is he okay? Oh, yeah. Ah. And then there's the funny part where like Gates was like, doing like push-ups or whatever like that, and Waz isn't paying attention, he just trips on him, and Gates is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right? <laughs> and then they're just, they're fighting. But yeah, so later on, like, Todoroki's just like, you guys fucking suck. We need, I need to train you like Onis. And no, then... Kyosuke says that. Oh, yeah. So then, like... like uh, no, the way it works is, I don't have the Hibiki ride watch. 
if I get it, I'll give it to you, but only if you pass my training. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna. You take... must be swift as the coursing river. So we're gonna oh do what Hibiki did. We're gonna lift giant things and hop every step up a mountain. <laughs> Are we gonna go swimming? Are we gonna do extreme swimming? Taiko drum. No, Taiko Drum. Taiko Drum Master! That's what I was saying. I mean, to be fair, they did do that too. Yeah, but I get that, but come on, Oni are parkour, guys. Parkour! They go out in the woods and they train for years. Yep. They're like professionals. This is more like Oni's summer camp. Yeah, yeah, this is like... Wait, how do you do parkour in the woods? Well, well, trees like they're jumping like oh. like owning like jump around and like they climb mountains and such and like it's so cool. so i'm told yeah so i'm told <laughs> yeah like that one the one shot from the hibiki opening i always liked was just seeing hibiki just like fucking like dashing through the woods i always like that uh but yeah so then we just see was he's just like getting so fucking into it because he notices taiko drums are a way to celebrate so he just goes absolutely oh fucking ham God. on them, even going so far as to kick everyone else off the drums and just commandeer them all for himself. And then, like... Eli! So then, like, yeah, so then Sogo and Gates are like, oh, we got the other riders, like, around. Like, let's go. And then Sogo's just like, yeah, try to see if you can get Waz to come join us. And then Soup, the whole rest of the episode, is just like, Waz, stop fucking doing this. And he's like, no. Why are you I have like to, this? I have to fucking impress my Wagamo. It's like, you're not celebrating him by doing this. And he's like, Why you're what? bad at celebrating. And, and that just I, shatters him. Soup ruins Waz's fucking confidence. I love how they have that, the, uh, the, uh, like, quirky, the, like, ding dong effect. But then they have it actually be, like, really slowed down. So it's just like, yeah. But just like Soup breaks Waz, and now I'm angry at her. She was just starting to attempt to have some relevance, and then she goes and does this shit. Soup breaks Waz is such a weird sentence. Right? Again, it's hard to get a lot of people back for anniversary such because it's been here. How long did Hibiki come out? Like 2000? 2005, 2005, so 14 years. Yeah, it's been 14 years since Hibiki. And, like, there were only, like, three main riders in the show. But they could Arguably four. Yeah, arguably four. Like, Hibiki, Zanki, Ibuki, and Todoroki were the main four. Yeah. This could have been a perfect time for Todoroki to be like, don't worry, guys, I've got this. And, like, since, since like, their characters were hardly seen, we, see we should see, like, another Hibiki. And it's like, look, there's Todoroki. Who are those guys, though? And you see, like, Danky, Iki. You really have a boner like, for all the non-important Oni. Yes. Because it can be awesome. Be like, all right, guys, we can take them. Let's do it. How cool would that be? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Because it does. It wouldn't matter, but it would be cool. I want it! I want it. Also, Blaze is pissed at you for stealing his Pokemon, even though he wasn't here for it. Oh, yay, Blazicoon! <laughs> Why isn't your name Blazicoon? Because I put it back to normal. No! His <laughs> name permanently is Blazicoon. Do not fucking take this away from me. I am Blaze's senpai, and he is my he is my Blazicoon, and he will remain that way as, as long as I see fit. As long as you fit. Okay, well they'll talk to David. No. 
My poor Blazy Coon. It's okay. Um, be okay. But yeah, speaking of Todoroki, we got to see him do an awesome henshin with his fucking wrist-mounted guitar. Yeah, strings. but I call bullshit because he got dehenshin later and he wasn't naked. <laughs> so remember, remember when they transformed, that I, is their true body. And you know what? I, I, I'm completely. Yeah, that's that was the thing. Well, well, bullshit. Well, remember they retconned that in the second half of Kibiki. Did uh, they really? Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So in the second half of Kibiki. <laughs> When they were, we they have were, upgraded all your powers so you don't have to keep buying new clothes. We just will it. So, so like the thing in Kiki in the first half is that... The idea is that they're only suits where they're true forms. So like they're... The, the clothes that they were wearing would like rip off. And, and, and you could see it in sometimes. Yeah, so like whenever they would have to change back into normal clothes, you would see like Kibiki, like full Oni suit, still with his head on, go yeah. into a tent and then come out fully clothed. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah, my my second set of clothes are in there. Or, like, Todoroki had, like, a funny moment where, like, he beat a Makamo for the first time. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I did it, I did it. And Zanky's just like, mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> fucking yeah, naked. Yeah. And, and speaking of... Uh, Where's awesome... my Sabaki? No, fuck Sabaki! Speaking of awesome shit that he only would do after battles, to- one of Todoroki's most noted traits is that after a battle, he would just jam the fuck out on his guitar... With the fucking song we've all just been drilled in our brain. And then he gets interrupted by soup. But what's cool about him in this episode is, and I don't think he ever did this during the show, but he played that song while he was attacking. And I think that's a really good way to symbolize him having grown his powers in all this time. Well, because, like, yeah, because the whole, the whole fucking show, he was trying to be, like, Zanky. No, he was trying to make his own legend. Oh, well, yeah. Th- that's, that's why true. he was jamming out on his guitar, even though they were like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. Er, You're supposed to be Zanky. Er, but no, like, at, in er, the show, er. whenever he would do, Oh, kick son, god dang kick shin. It would, it would just be like, And then he would play the song afterwards, but when he fought another Hibiki in this episode, he was playing the song during the attack. And I think that symbolizes, like, growth a lot. Oh, yeah. Really well. For sure. And fucking, uh, what's his face? Fucking Yuto's actor. Sorry? Like whatever his character's name was in Hibiki. The Yuto's actor's character oh, in... Kyosuke. Thank you. Still an asshole. Yeah, no, Still a stuck-up fucking asshole. And yep. You know what? I'll give them props for fucking keeping him like that. Gar, stop it! We're not getting any of these fucking riders! Dead. Dead. All of them are dead. <laughs> All the ones that showed up in the show fucking got killed by... Like, the main Nakamo dudes. They're eaten by the giant crab. Yeah. Never. One thing I will say that I hope we get in the next episode is a new version of the fucking uh, musical number from Decade. Final Attack Ride. Right? I want a new one of those. No. I won't get that. Final Time Hibiki, they'll call it, or something. Yes. Where's my where's my armored armored? But it was just it was hilarious, and like Waz even like makes a fucking cake for Sogo, and he's just like he's like he's like in a room he's like in a room being like he's like no happy birthday just just cue Kogami (laughs) he's like he and he's just so sad like he can't fucking get this and then just yeah soup fucking breaks him just being like yeah you're not good at like rejoicing I don't even think you know what that means soup go back to your can. Back to Campbell's. <laughs> Campbell's, you're fired. Oh no, headhunters. Mm. Cavity creeps. 
<laughs> mind wiper. Holes in two. Yeah. Where's my? I don't even remember the uh, movie exclusive Rogers. But uh, Toki, Habataki, Kirameki, Nishiki, and Kabuki. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then the, I actually forgot Kabuki because yeah. I hate him that much. Even when they're all in the past. Even, even, he, very even, much even, in the even past. Hibiki's ancestor, who was Hibiki in the movie, was still a fucking badass motherfucker. Um, but yeah, about another Hibiki, like not only is his teeth terrifying, but for his weapons, instead of the Ongeki bow, he's got like straight up Kanabo, like spiked metal clubs. Oh, shit. And when he does like his like attack with them they extend and light on fire and he just like spins with them and it's fucking badass also i like that the, he has the word hibiki it's like for uh vertically instead of horizontal well, just yeah. like the logo yeah because hibiki's logo was that way but anyways yeah so we find out that freaking like again like Todoroki's just like he's like yeah no he, he's not hibiki <laughs> he's just he, he wishes he was <laughs> did he tell you he was hibiki <laughs> Uh, no, just Todoroki. I'm Hibiki. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> you're Hibiki? You're two? You're Hibiki? You're Hibiki? And any other Hibiki? Which one pointed first? Hibiki. One Hibiki, two Hibikis! <laughs> oh, my medication. Yeah. Is anyone else here Hibiki? Just the, the, the gorilla disc animal? Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I needed someone to give me a good. I was in the Hibiki suit. I thought I was doing a pretty good job. If you're not Hibiki, Hibiki then who's that? No, 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 it's Hibiki on Zips. Ah, another Hibiki! Oh, this rider stinks. It's <laughs> Hibiki running oh into God. the cliff. <laughs> SpongeBob is relatable. Fucking anything. I don't understand anything, but if you're happy, then I'm happy. <laughs> Patrick, just, re- uh, just a reminder: don't eat yellow snow. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I can't see my forehead. <laughs> I can't see my forehead. Um. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been funny if just decade as Hibiki showed up. Oh well, well, I mean, he did already, right? Yeah. I Guys, I can't see my forehead. I can see my nose if I point it out. Anyways. What? So the episode ends with Kamen Rider Kiyoki showing up and fighting another Hibiki. Even though they call him a nameless Oni. I will be forever pissed. Because well, Seicho's oh, non-canon. Why not? Why not? It's, 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 it's a stage show. Yeah. Why would anyone prefer to just call him a nameless Oni instead of a name that's because, been because it's a unique be, be, name. Because he's a guy who like was forcing himself to be an Oni and be like, Yo, I'm an Oni. I'm Oni, and now he's calling himself. So Hibiki. what? In 15 so, years, no. he wouldn't name himself. No, because no, no, you know what? Because no other. Hibiki. Because yeah, and he's uh, next in line to be Hibiki. Yeah, and no other. Fine, and then Neo Hibiki. And no, no other Oni. New Hibiki. No something. Yeah, and no other Oni would respect him enough to give him and uh, properly name him because but, but they're fuck like fuck what everyone else no, thinks. No, he can call himself no, what he wants. It's an honor no, thing. But you guys just read what bring you just said. Everyone else is dead. Except for Todoroki. <laughs> Except for Todoroki, apparently. Well, Todoroki, Ibuki, and Hibiki. So, I guess, so a lot Ibuki? of people die in Hibiki, I guess. Did Samaki no, no, die? No, it's just... So, like, there were so many Oni introduced, like, in the first half of the series. And then the second half... And then we never saw them again. Yeah, then the second half was like, fuck them. So and, they're like, not dead, they just are, were put on a bus. No, the, the <laughs> yeah, entire purpose... The bus that no, crashed. The entire purpose of the other Oni were just... Oh, 
Oh, look, there's a new Makamo who showed up. Oh, yeah, Sabaki's fighting it right now. Oh, Sabaki's out of commission. Oh, Hibiki. Oh, I got this. Don't worry. The idea was that the Oni were spread out across Japan to cover different regions. And then just, yeah, Hibiki would just go to each region and kick its ass. Better example. Happy Days with, um... That one cousin guy. No, no, uh... Richie's... Not Richie. Yeah, 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 Richie's... Richie's older brother that went upstairs and was never seen or heard from again. Okay. That's pretty scary. Well, no, no, that's what literally happened. Richie Cunningham had an older brother, went up to his room upstairs, and that was the last we ever saw of him. <laughs> he never showed up again, nor did anybody ever mention him. I guess they weren't happy days. It's like, like, oh my goodness. That was a dream episode. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, so next week's episode, writer, next week's episode will be apparently about Hibiki showing up after all, and the birthday party for Sogo. Or maybe Kyosuke becomes Hibiki. Fucking, I hope not. I hope not either. I want real Hibiki. Right, real Hibiki. It's just awesome. <laughs> you know what? I'd be okay with that. He's not though. He retired. Right, like a little bitch. Wasted the whole fucking show. Ooh, Spoilers got, for ooh, we, have a, we have a Shinobi custom incoming. Cool. <laughs> What's it? What's it? So, 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 Gridman. What the okay, fuck tell, is happening? Tell me that the, that the new general isn't Metaton. Right? Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so far, both of our evil generals. Ooh, there you go, Ichi. Oh, shit. Oh, Shinobi side form. That's cool. That looks really good. Give, give me a blue custom of Hatari and I'm sold. Hatari! But we'll get into why I like Hatari. him later. Waga Ninja Hatari. Uh, okay, so... I forget what I was saying. Oh, uh, second, new general. Yes, the new general. So far, both of our new, both of our generals in this show have been blue and awesome, and I love them. And Wizuru did not disappoint. Oh no, this dude's fucking cool. I love. The, yeah, like I was saying, he has an army of children. Am I being crazy saying you remind me of Metatron? No, I I, I, I get it. Who's Metatron again? From, from Undertale, remember that robot, and then he had like that form. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Just because, just because of his whole like, I'm the greatest entertainer. Yeah, I'm the greatest. I, oh my goodness, I actually can't remember. What? I can't remember the first general's name. Tank Joe. Yeah, Tank Joe. Also, this Damn is. It, guy. You get to sit in the corner now. Even though he is good, stay there. Even though he's quite terrible. I have to admit, Crayon is freaking adorable. Weirdly. No, Crayon, I, like, I swear to God, Crayon is fascinating. I feel like... I, he, like I said, I've said this before, but, like, fascinating I villain. I cannot tell if he's gonna be, if he's gonna change sides or not. I think he's, he, he comes across almost like just a child who's playing with... Crayon him. is Lucky Euro's older brother. I don't That's know, what it feels like. All I know about him is that I really hope he gets a figure or a toy of some kind. Probably. Well, because his cute. design is really awesome, and I really would like one. Because it's once Power Rangers gets adapted, we're saying or, crayon because it's hilarious. And if they and if they don't, then I will probably try to make a crappy one out of Pell. Also, 
Freaking, if this was Ultraman, he would have already had a vinyl already. Well, that would be so cool. But his design is is quite complicated, so it would probably be really simplified and kind of weird looking. All I'll say is, if they they put out figures of Tank Joe and Wizeru, I would buy them both. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't Sentai do monster vinyls? That's a good question. Why is it it only Ultraman? Why doesn't Sentai do things? Why doesn't Sentai do other merch? Where's my action figures, damn it? So, the episode starts with uh, the Sorry. dad giving a lecture on electric signals for some reason. Then Asuna breaks one of his rocks and quickly uses the gimmick soul to unbreak it. I, I'm gonna honestly, I'm sorry to say this, but Melt and Asuna are like the two black sheep of the group. Not black sheep, but they feel like accessories rather than participants. Yeah, like, Ko even being like how he is, I don't know why, but he's just fascinating he's like adorably awesome i don't know why huh because other the main trio so far like we're seven episodes in we know nothing about melton exactly he's the the smart one i guess and she uh punches hard he's the only one that has actually gotten character development we're gonna find out more about them Right? Like, oh, yeah, hopefully. And, and then there's just Toa and Bamba, which, like, you make them brothers, so they already have great chemistry. They're fucking awesome. Which, mind you, they've been the main focus since episode three already. Yeah. So three, four, five, and six. That's a whole entire month just dedicated yeah, we, to the like two, two extra members two of the team. I call it Bambuary. I think it's, I, I think it's just because <laughs> Toei knows. Like, they just figure, you know what? People are going to like green and black a lot. Yeah, so it's like, we there. We got their storyline out of the way. We're going to do this two-parter, and then hopefully we'll start seeing Melt and Asuna characters. But yeah, just yeah. fucking... Because I want to know what the deal with them is. Like, why is she so strong? Why is his hair blue? <laughs> right? But, like, fucking... Like, yes. there, there's a scene where, like... There's a scene where... Being, an, uh, being, being a Japanese entertainment character, because no one else in there has weird colored hair. Just him. I kept thinking Asuna had pink hair for some reason. I don't know, every time I was thinking back that's to That's how Rus- unmemorable they are. Yeah, that's how, like, I, was, I kept thinking back to Rue Soldier, and I'm like, Asuna doesn't have pink hair. But, yeah, <laughs> so there's a scene where fucking just, like, Asuna's, like, it's like, oh, where's Ko? It's like, oh, he's watching TV with Tiramigo, and then Tiramigo just comes out, and he's just like... Like, before he, before any, before Tiramigo walks out, I just, I just, excuse me, the, 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 the Zord is watching TV. Is he not allowed to watch TV? Just, Why? And then he wants to watch TV. And then he's and then he starts speaking Japanese because he's learning it from watching TV. Learn to talk by watching TV. To quote, to quote Cassandra from Wayne's World. Oh. Where did you learn your English? College and the Police Academy movies. Oh no! I'm gonna throw a double reference on you. Where did you guys learn how to talk like this? TV. We all talk about TV. <laughs> Ball we brown a weep ninny bone. Ball we brown a weep ninny bone. Ball we brown a weep ninny Transformers movie. Yeah, in the 1986 Transformers movie, there was a race called the Junkions, led by Rekgar, who is one of my favorites, obviously. Yeah, no cool. ah, Jesus fucking Christ! What is the fuck going on? No! I'm deleting that because the animation is scaring me. Oh god! What's wrong with it? It's just it's the face going like. Mmm. Yeah, so it's like, holy like, shit. Anyways, Rekgar and the Junkions learn to learn to talk a certain way from television. They speak in commercials. It, yeah, it's like, well, 
Hey, I talk TV too. And now the weather. <laughs> they just say a bunch of buzzwords from television. Maybe that's where hey. Bumblebee got his inspiration. For your money place. back. For your money back. Wait, so that creepy No. Well, it certainly wrecked Gar. I, lo- I love wreckage. You know what wreckage stands for? Wreckageable garbage. Oh. Wreckageable? Wreckageable garbage. Wreckageable um, is the coolest word I've heard already. So then, so word. yeah, he like called, like, Terry goes, just like, oh, awesome. And it's like, oh, wait, what's, 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 like, Mel's like, what's my name? Naruto! Yes. Wow. And Mel's like, he called him Naruto. And then oh, salt. He mentioned, he mentioned they, they all end in toe, but. Yeah. It's like, it's daddy, Homer. No, no, no. Daddy. Homer. Naruto. little Naruto. Homer, he's just a baby. It's it's so funny. Homer. It's so funny that the Naruto reference happens the same week we talk about Shinobi. Shinobi. Um, so yeah, and then we cut to uh, uh Ko, who's gonna swim around the world. I just love how ready he is to fucking dive off that bridge. Yeah, just like, There's Redgar. This leads to the ocean, right? Yeah. Somehow, yeah. somehow he's a transformer with a Fu Manchu. He sounds like he's voiced by John fucking Oliver. He's voiced by Eric Idle of all people. I don't really? know who that is. Did you did you watch the Casper movie from nineties? Nope. He's a member of Monty Python. Yes. Oh, oh was, that guy. Yeah. That's he why he sounds like John him. Oliver. <laughs> yeah, he portrays Sir Robin in Monty Python: The Holy Grail, and he portrays Doctor Nigel Channing at Imaginations to Disney. Cool. Um. Wait, I just oh, I love Rick Ross. So, so yeah, we got uh, also we got like Toa and Bomba sparring, and it was fucking awesome because Bomba was just like flips his sword around like a boss. Yeah, and just just. Being the the better of the two, and Toa's just like damn. Oh, also, during that scene with Ko and j- jumping off the bridge, he mentions that he's two hundred nine years old. Oh, you're two hundred years old. Two hundred nine. Also, yeah. Also, like the also the episode began with like the Ui's dad like talking to them about like magnetic fields. Yeah, and I stuff, talked about and, that. Yeah. I think that's gonna mean more later. <laughs> Magazord hunting. Maybe. Kishi Ryu. Um. But just yeah, fucking Bomba man. But yeah, did alien oh, alien princesses. Apparently that's what this is about. Oh, that was a songs? weird plot point to yeah. inject here. Who can talk to each other via idol music? Wait, this is only episode seven. You already want to talk about aliens? Karaoke princess <laughs> aliens. Who were morning Musume members. Yeah, well, which I the they Which the older sister is like in terms of like looks, eh, but the younger sister's cute. Who whose name saying, is who knows, who knows, whose name is Fita. <laughs> you're only saying that because she looks like Fuka from Ninja. No. I never even she noticed. I never noticed that until you mentioned it. Hey, so we, all, we all know who the best I didn't. We all know who the best female ninja is. Venus DeMilo from Ninja Turtles. Agreed. Sorry, who? Exactly. She mind-fucked the Shredder in episode two and he was never seen again. Venus is broken and deserves respect. Sorry, who? Shut up, Kevin Eastman. <laughs> Anyways, I like the older sister more because not only is she... She's named after a painting instead of an artist. Yeah. Uh, That's the only thing that... I, I like the older sister more because she is a little cute in my opinion, but also she's badass because at one scene she pulls out a fucking knife. <laughs> she does pull a knife out. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Caw-caws menacingly. What, what do you- A knife! No! A knife! No! <laughs> oh, yeah, a knife! No! 
Um, but yeah, the whole Minosaur plot is kind of like hurried out the door because like they run to a stage show, they see the dude who's collapsing on the floor and then the Minosaur just goes berserk and then he's not seen for most of the episode and then we see him later and he's already giant. Okay, so, so they just rush the fucking Minosaur so, plot. So, so, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's like a guy who's like a one-hit wonder. I'm going to agree with you. I actually don't like that the Minosaurs don't have names either. Right? It's so weird. bothering me. It, it's... You know what, I kind of agree with that, because again, it, it goes into the whole fact that, oh, the Monster of the Week doesn't interact with the Rangers. It makes them less memorable, it makes them seem less important. It, it feels like an 80s Sentai, because 80s... Oh no, it's the those, Kaijin! Yeah, early episode, like early 80s Sentai monsters were nothing but just like... Copy-paste? Here I am, Pencil Munger, <laughs> like as an example. And that would just be his thing, I'm going to torment kids or something. Yeah. Oh no, I get blown up, but that's it. And and we're done with Metal April. <laughs> that's what you think. In For this now. Episode. In this episode, we're gonna kidnap kids. Yeah, and brainwash them to defend me. Who is this Barney the dinosaur? So yeah, this dinosaur like he has like Barney he, he sends out like yeah, which Barney this, the show, this show. <laughs> Can we have that, please? This show fucking tricked me. So like they're at an amusement park, or whatever, like that, like Koenui, and just like. We see like this monster like with uh, on a stage with this guy, and I'm just like I'm like I'm like oh it might be my but it might just be a stage show, like they like we were thinking oh it's it's a fake out where they think it's the Minosaur, but it's actually just a dude doing a stage show with a cost with a dude in a suit. But apparently, no. apparently it's the famous Shimomura Ipe, an act- a stage Ipe. show comedian of sorts. But yeah, he's like a singer who had a one hit wonder. They talk about him for a whole fifteen seconds before we get to the fight, if that. And back to the fight. And back to the fight. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think it's a bat or maybe a bird. It's hard to tell. It's I a man bat know. pig. I, 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 would, I would think maybe a bird because of the whole... Oh, no, wait, but then a bat has echolocation, so the sound thing makes sense, too. So I... I think it was a bat. And any, anyways, whatever the fuck it is, it uses its whatever abilities to uh, apparently... Hypnotize this batch of children into fighting to defend Wizaru by convincing them that Wizaru is the good guy and that the Ryu soldiers are bad. The Ryu soldiers and you know gross. what? It's fucking genius. Yeah, like, like you're ooh, you're Ryu soldier. You're, you're mean. Fucking, you're a fucking coward. And he's like, mm, and no. the kids just like go ham and actually try and whoop his ass. Well, and a couple of them choke users. Yeah, a couple of them do some actually nicely choreographed moves, but. Then there's this one scene of Ryu Soul Red just holding a kid's b- kid back by their head while they're swinging their arms at him. <laughs> Damn these run, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, so then just again. And then we get like this weird, like they're all, f- like the first four free soldiers are there or whatever like that. And like they're all fighting a bunch of mooks and they each... I swear to God, each of them are putting their their things in the changers, and then they're like, grab a spear, one of the mook's weapons, and fucking hits them, and all four of them fucking do it. And you know what? Same shot. I actually like that. And then just Bamba just proceeds to, I'm going to this other area, and just fucking... He just breaks into a fucking sprint. And it's fucking amazing. Watching him run is hilarious. And then, yeah, and then you just proceed for... And then for just a while, you just proceed to see Bamba fighting a group of mooks, untransformed, and it's just fucking badass. Like, Bamba's so fucking cool. He didn't try to stab anyone either. 
Which is funny because like we get we get this plot with the two space princesses, and I swear to God, I was ready for him to ask if he could stab one of them. Stabbing bomb, stabbing Bomba won't hurt you. Stabbing Bomba. Really you mean that? Yeah, exactly that. Shot for shot. That was the first thing it reminded me of. It reminded me of Michael Sarah and Superbad. I was thinking about that movie today that I haven't seen. Like it, it's it's fucking it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like. Like, like, honestly, in my my original Sentai like list that I did like years ago, I said that my favorite uh, Black Ranger was Tokyo Ichigo Black, which oh. Ichi was so mad at me for because he's like fucking. It's not a Black but, Ranger; but it's I, just a form. But I think my favorite, honestly, is Riesel Black. No, you know what? He's absolutely earning his place so far. Yeah, no, Bump is. Like I want to like blue, but Melt has done jack shit. So. No, M- Melt's boring. I'm sorry. I ever since I first saw him, I was like, no, you're not gonna do anything of interest. You know what it's like to be locked up in a rotten egg for six thousand years? It's boring. There Goldie, I'm bored. Bamba, I'm bored. <laughs> Anyways, so the Minosaur just shows up giant because whatever. No one cares about that plot. Ooh, fuck you. That's. Uh, three knights and then five knights show up to fight it, and we get. My this... first thought was 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 um was reassemble five knights at Freddy's. They said that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. My favorite thing while we were watching the fight and like three knights is fighting, I don't know why, but my brain just went. I was saved by three knights. I was saved by three knights. Oh my god, those yeah. <laughs> the exercise girls. The thing with the eye of. I was robbed by two men. I was robbed by two men. Oh yeah, that's awful. No. (laughs) I mean, but but it worked, didn't it? Right. Like you remember. But uh, what's what really bothered me about this particular Megazord fight is for some reason they decided to give us the under the dick cam several times. It was so troubling. (laughs) So troubling. And then it turned into a weird. Like tank bludgeon. Yeah, we like, we get to see Kishi Rio's fortress mode, which is haha a nod to the tank mode of Mighty Morphin's Megazord. It was kind Ex- of weird, but I liked it too. I think the design of this fortress mode is fucking terrible, actually. Tank it. I'm sorry. Tank it. Like it. Like I get that it's the Lego Megazord, and you're gonna rearrange existing pieces, but I, I could probably come up with a better one. <laughs> it was so weird that like the tail was on the front of it, and you could see that it had, like, cockpit windows on the top of it. And? What was wrong with that? The tail being the head of a fortress is so weird. You're a head of a fortress. There was that whole weird thing where it was like, the monster's using the sun to distract us. So we'll fight back and use the Migake soul to put the sun back in its eyes so it'll crash out of the fucking sky. Yeah, and you both thought that was the end of them at first. They were were framing it like that was what killed the monster, but then it gets back up and then they finish it off. And you were like, okay. But one thing they do that I actually was impressed by is the monster gets in front of the Ferris wheel, and they're like, oh no, we can't do our hisatsu on it because we'll hit the kids. And I'm like, oh my god, they're actually showing awareness of their fucking environment in a Zord fight. What sorcery is this? But, you know, yeah, eventually they just... Settled, the buildings kept going up your right. right? Well, also, you know what? Another example reason why fucking Melt and Asuna haven't been, like, really important and, like, they're the most underrated of the fucking team. The is fact that, they... that we haven't seen the blue and pink modes Dang. of the Kishiruo? Yep. Yeah, that. 
So that That's I'm just... why I'm guessing there's going to be more on them, and then we're gonna find. I can only fucking hope. That's why I'm like looking at like my pink resole and like the pink shirt. I'm like, oh. Well, we yeah. know, well, we know the suits for them exist. We just need to wait. Yeah, we when we saw them do that one fucking slash deck, they showed like all five of them as their own different modes, and it was fucking awesome. Did wait? Blaze is saying we did see them last episode. No, we saw them in like the corner. Oh yeah, during yeah, five, five night special attack. Yeah, that doesn't deck. count. That doesn't count, please. If they specify it, then it counts. This part doesn't. Count. No, it doesn't. You're wrong, Miss Spellcaster. Being shown in a fucking hologram during a fucking three second hisatsu doesn't count as being used. <laughs> I am Super Ichi. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they finish off the monster and the princess drops a hint that they know more about the kishi Rio than they're letting on so yeah and Mel's just like i see through your bullshit they'll probably be plot relevant characters for a little bit <laughs> i see what's in your mind it, it is stupid <laughs> so yeah next week we'll get more of the princesses and i swear to god the funniest shit ever was at the end of the episode preview the music cuts out and you just hear a gentle high five <laughs> yeah, uh, that just <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, the monster this week was very forgettable. Right? I couldn't even figure out if it was a bird or a bat, and I still don't know. I mean, birds sing, and that would make sense, but bats use echolocation. He's a zoo bat. Oh, also, yeah. In the ending, we see the Lupins and Pados do their reusable job. Toma was being fucking hilarious. That was amazing. I saw that. Kyrie beforehand. is clearly wearing a wig. Yeah, Kyrie is fucking wearing a wig. And, Goddamn. And Keichiro dyed his hair. Yep. I thought you were just gonna say he died. Not I think Keichiro died. Keichiro's actor was really also upset, wearing a wig actually. during fucking the show. I don't know. Like, hey, don't uh, don't I don't think so. so. I just don't think that looks Keichiro like a haircut that normal people would wear. Keichiro, okay. Yeah. No, it's just... Noel did a backflip. It's it's like yeah. these actors moved on after this show. <laughs> actors can't have lives after their oh shows end. You wouldn't believe... <laughs> when I watched Decker Ranger versus Magi Ranger, man, that, all their hairstyles were so weird. Like, for instance, freaking... Like Bomba and Decker Break fucking switched hairstyles. Yes, that fucked <laughs> me. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. joke? That's a great uh, <laughs> Oh no! Puppy face Toma. Oh no! It looks like he accidentally crapped himself. Oh my gosh, that was. He looks like a fucking Sesame Street Muppet that someone was making frown. It reminds me of something a lot because it also involves a blue, a blue member. Blue bomber. No. The blue blur. It also involves a blue member of a. Superhero team that fall. is known for a weird dance. Um, have you guys ever heard of Rika dancing? No. Rika dancing? It's from it's Rika from Doki Doki Precure doing a weird dance during the second ending. Um, let me. I'm sorry. Am I being lying? No. Let me just. Okay. Uh, it's under a studio audience. Uh, and this is the dance. And for a while, it was like a minor meme. Just for doing this weird dance in the corner there. Oh, God. You know, this kind of reminds me of, uh... Do the bedrock! Twist! Twist! Well, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like in the Persona 4 opening where you just see freaking Risei doing the freaking 
her Haruki, whatever the fuck's called. Yeah. Yeah, and I was. That's everyone was just like, what? <laughs> they just stuck that in there. Yep. Sorry, it's just all I can think of now is who's who's the who's the more ridiculous dancer, Puppy Face Toma or Rika dancing. H, you talk about the thing that you fucking like died at for the preview. I did the high five. Oh yeah, high just got yeah. some music. Just... <laughs> he was like laughing his ass off. Oh, I'm scared I might pass out, but that's okay. Anyways, let's fucking do Shinobi Kenzo. bumper yeah sorry blaze i know you want to be on but we're not set up with the headphones so you can just say what you want in the chat all right so rider time shinobi actually impressed me for the most part okay this was a mixed bag honestly like there's a lot of cool stuff and there's a lot of silly stuff and there's a lot of stupid stuff i mean that's just toku in general okay so gar (laughs) emily Let's hear pay me, you the hear, picture. Hear me the fuck out. I will. So I will. apparently, so apparently, in the three years, in the distant no, year in of twenty twenty two, years between <laughs> Zio and now in twenty twenty two, and let, and let's before we get into it, let's remind everyone that this is a world that Sogo dreamed up. So the Earth is apparently going to shit. So then Japan or something just decides, okay, we're losing our resources. We need the help of ninjas to help us make, uh, provide us with heat and water and like wind for energy and stuff like that. So then the ninjas are just, you know, they're, they're helping, but then they're, it's not enough. It's not enough. So the Japanese government decides to invoke the Ninja Act, which states that everyone in the entire country of Japan has to learn ninjutsu and learn to become ninjas so that the entire country of Japan are ninjas. So everyone is a ninja. Doesn't matter. It's not the plot I was expecting. They're all ninjas. Everyone in Japan is a ninja in this series. They all have scarves. They have scarves. They're doing jutsus everywhere in the streets. They're having fucking holographic battles in the middle of the city. Yeah, also there's like futuristic like holographic displays and shit. Fucking lining the streets. Holographic bonsai trees you can just spawn out of a fucking console. Like right out of Star Trek. Is this like Mad Max, where it's just Japan that had this ep- economic crisis and everything else is perfectly fine around the world. I don't think they ever talk about the rest of the no, world. No, I think they just say Japan. Just Japan. Just Japan. It's just the now Japanese everyone a ninja. The Japanese ninja conversion of 2022. But like, I honestly, like, I heard that. I'm just like, oh, oh okay. Like, I I went through a, a bunch of mixed emotions. Like, I went from. That's hilarious to, that's fucking stupid to, now I'm morbidly curious to see where this goes. Like, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. I'm gonna flip out like a ninja. Because <laughs> that's, that's what ninjas, ninjas do. Oh, my God. I'm gonna flip out like a ninja. And you should flip out, too. Is that the David Bowie song? I don't know. I'm training ninjas. Tell what, take it. Like, I, uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll share it's it in the Discord. It's from Rather Good with the Ninja Um. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. I only knew it. Okay. Like ninja. A, like ninja. Rap. So, so, oh, so Emily. I had to reference that. Yeah. So Emily, I wish you would have watched this uh, the Shinobi's miniseries because there's one thing I know you'd fucking absolutely die at. So Rentaro, the guy who is comrade of Shinobi. Who's yeah. played by the guy who played Star Ninja. Yeah, he's Star Ninja. So like uh, his mentor is literally this wall scroll that has a frog on it. And the frog talks. Like, <laughs> the, frog, the picture of the frog on the scroll. Like, Blaze, if you can help us out here, try to, like, bring up an episode, screenshot, and screen cap the fucking frog scroll. And like, it has the most terrible animation for its mouth movement that I've ever fucking seen. Like, the, the fucker gives, like, fucking Rentaro gives him, like, rice at the end of episode three, and he's like, oh boy, I've gone three months without rice. It's fucking awful. And I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, he, so he's rice paper? No, he's just, he's a scroll. He's just this wall ninja scroll and it has a frog on it and the frog talks to him and he's like, yeah, it wasn't for me. You wouldn't have your powers, motherfucker. Like, eh, eh. I'm so a troll, he got his power from a talking frog scroll. Well, yeah, well, we find out at the end of episode three that he's like, actually like Wait, a ninja. He has a human form. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna... But it was, it was someone. I just don't know who it was. Uh, yeah, I is feel it, like the frog master is supposed huh? to be someone. Is it Dora? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking too. Like, Wait, ninja? Frog? Guys in your Sergeant Frog. Dororo? I'm I gotta say, I'm surprised. I gotta say that I'm surprised because I was expecting this series to include the actual, like, first, you know, origin and first transformation of Shinobi. But no, this this takes place after he's been he's been Shinobi for a while. Okay, so it's like a Kiva thing. And it's, it's fucking awkward because his, his sister Iroha, whatever like that. Yeah. Like, she so, loves she loves her brother and stuff like that, but then she doesn't know that he's Shinobi, and she has a massive fucking crush on Shinobi because he saved her as Shinobi sometimes. So so it's like Chase and Dino Charge with his girlfriend. Oh, I like the Black Ranger. He goes into the base and like talks to Keeper, but I can't believe it. She's dumping me for me. <laughs> What's to do with that? And, like, it's legit. He morphs into the Black Ranger and he goes on dates with her as the Black Oh, Ranger. my God. That, okay, I need it, to see that episode. I'm so glad I stopped watching it Title Charge. such a good episode. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, so the deal is that she is sort of indifferent towards her brother, but she loves Shinobi, but she doesn't know that Shinobi is her brother, and he actually manages to maintain that throughout the episodes. There's not a, oh, you found me out moment, which I was surprised by. He wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. No, we do here. ninja and I'm on the bleachers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they said that she he wasn't his sister. Shirts, what they said was that she. But yeah. So what they said is that Iroha is is apparently the secret ninja princess that the villain, uh, Rainbow Snake Ninja, yeah. is looking Rainbow for. Snake. Oh yeah. That's Rainbow. <laughs> Shinobi. Shinobi. Look, I can't. Rainbow Snake just makes me think of something like that. Like, that sounds like a Care Bears though. Rainbow Snake. Rainbow Snake. No, and then, oh my god, we'll get into fucking his real motives. 
fucking yeah. It's just but God. So, anyways, the whole main focus around this, the whole three part mini series, is that there's a ninja tournament. There's a ninja tournament, and like Iraha's like doing a really fucking well because she's an awesome shinobi. Because she's the secret princess. And, and, but Rentaro, he's he's an amazing fucking ninja when he's comrade shinobi. But his his mentor, the Frog Scroll, is like he's like you can't you can't. You, you, I know you can win this tournament, but you can't, you can't be badass ninja because then people will figure out that you're Conrad Shinobi. You can't do too well. Yeah, so you're not allowed to succeed in life. You have, you have to lose. Well, no, because his sister keeps telling him to get a fucking job. He has a job, which he neglected. Probably got fired from by the end of this special. Wait, yeah. wait, so it's like Gaim, where he, where the main character stays with his sister. Yeah. Does Hattari try to fuck his sister? Yes! Yes! Actually, the oh. whole fucking point of this miniseries is everyone's trying to fuck Shinobi's sister. Yeah, kind of. It's weird, but, but, okay. but But real quick, regarding the fact that Rintaro has a real job, they never actually say what it is, but there's one scene where they're like, alright, I'm okay, so you can go off to your day job. Alright, whoosh, throws off his ninja suit. clothes, and he has a straight-up business suit. Five seconds later, foosh, throws off his business suit. He's back in his ninja clothes. It's like, what do you do? I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> and the funny, like, for, for reasons that are relevant to the plot, five seconds after that, he go, he looks around the corner and sees a bunch of, like, unconscious dudes wearing different clothes. And for half a second, I was like, hey, look, that's where all his clothes went. <laughs> clothes jutsu. Peter, you don't have to be in disguise. He doesn't know you. Oh, sees so another guy where, like, See some other fat guy wearing Peter's outfit. Takes him around the corner, beats him up, and yeah. puts on his outfit. Yeah. Griffin. Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. God damn it. Ah, crap. Yeah, crap. Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah, Goggle mentions the worst part about everyone trying to fuck Iroha is that she's 17, but it's Japan, and it's less terrible 14, there. 15's legal. 15's the legal age. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Anyways, I think they might have raised it. But yeah, so let's let's talk about uh, the rival, who Spar Ninja. Oh yeah, so this is one scene when they're Spar training, Ninja! It, it, like they're training for the tournament or whatever in the first episode, and Rentaro is fighting this cowboy ninja, and I'm like, ha 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 ha, Star Ninja reference. And he goes like, yeah, yeah. No, he should he he should have done the ha he. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the rival, the the secondary rider, uh, who becomes Kamen Rider Hatari, his nickname throughout the show is fucking Ichi! Oh, that's is that great. What, so would that technically make you the real Ichi? Yeah. I mean, his, I mean, his nickname is spelled... Ichi's the real? Ichi's the real. <laughs> but his nickname is spelled with two... His name is spelled with two C's. So there's a little different. Well, that's TV Nihon. They put two like two letters in the, like in a lot of things, <laughs> like Hori. But yeah, yeah, I feel like the Star Ninja reference thing. I bet that I bet that was Shinobi's actor's idea. He was just like, yeah, it's, probably. Yeah, I was a Sentai. Let's do it. Yeah, I was also a dare, daycare worker. In the, oh, that's right. He was in the mom's sp- the, the Sentai mom special. League. He was the daycare guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was actually Star Ninja, and I'm like, yeah, he ended up opening a daycare. Oh, right? no, I saw him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the idea with Ichi in this special is he is the... Yes, he's Ichi Nissan. <laughs> he's like the son of the owner of the big conglomerate company that the winner of the ninja tournament gets to get a job at. So the point of this tournament is to get a job. Why do you guys care about the tournament so much anyways? 
Prize money. Oh, we'll get to what the actual prize the is. Prize is amazing. So, so one I of the prizes. Close, <laughs> close. Close. A lifetime supply of Scooby snacks. Close. close. So it's food. So, so it's food. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the idea is that one of the prizes of this ninja tournament is that the winner gets to have a job at the Konjo Conglomerate, which is the company that Ichi is the son of the head of or something like that. Yeah. Wait, wait. That Cousin Papa. way too familiar. Yeah. It's, talk, it's the Kureshimas all over again. He calls him Papa. Um, so, Papa? so on one hand, Ichi Papi. is cheering for Iroha because he loves her and wants her to do well. But it turns out that he's actually not cheering for her and wants her to fail because the company has a strict no dating policy. So if she gets a job at the company, he won't be able to go on a date with her. <laughs> but the best part of that is while he's considering this, he also has a brief fantasy of her as an office lady and it's fucking hot. She's 17, ain't she? I'm thinking within their cultural context, okay? Plus the actress is probably not 17. Oh, so it's Power Ranger Sanders, where you're all in their mid twenties. Yeah. Oh. Someone look up that actress, so I'm sure I'm not <laughs> saying something terrible. What's her name? Iroha in in Rider Time Shinobi. Uh, I'm just gonna look up Commodore Shinobi. <laughs> yeah. And look up the cast. Uh, I like Commodore Shinobi's design. I don't think I ever mentioned that in. Oh, I uh, love Shinobi's design. It's it's a kit bash ride player, but they did so fucking good with he, it. He it's he really deserves a figure. Really Hatari, on the other hand, mm -mm. like oh. literally, they took a dark drive suit, painted it orange, and slapped a stupid big ass shuriken on his head. It's like stupid. I want to like Ichi because he's got the name. He's an entertaining character, oh, and like he tries hard at what he does, and I appreciate it. But God, I hate that color orange, and I hate the design. Yeah. No. Okay, her actress is twenty. And, and the and the gourds, <laughs> the gourds are fucking. Looking. Okay, those are fucking hilarious. And like to transform, they pull out these these little gourd like potion bottles. They pull out the cork and literally pour out a common rider belt onto them. I, I thought it was pretty cool. And it was. I, I know I haven't seen it, but like I I. I think that that's a cool idea. Hey, I wonder what this gourd does. Pour it out. Tries to drink it? No, no, no. Bill Smith's no, genie? No, no. Pours <laughs> it out. a belt. Oh, it is I, Ninja. <laughs> master of the ninja arts. How may I help you? I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Uh, hey, ninja. But then freaking... <sighs> Great ninja is fucking... Yeah, I there. love... I love the voice of the belt. Ninja! Kenson! Shinobi! And it goes like, NINBOW! <laughs> I fucking love the voice. Which he does at the end with, during the episode previews, too. Yeah, and like I love how he says the catchphrase, like, yeah. stealing the heart or whatever, like that in the blade. Stealing the heart. Shinobi no kaite, yaiba to kokoro. Yeah. Kamurada Shinobi. Shinobi. Yeah, I love the voice. And, like, I will say Hatari, Hatari's henching is fucking awesome because he has this, this this giant fucking robotic hornet. <laughs> yeah. And stabs him. And then he can also turn into a fucking bunch of hornets. He, 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 gets his, he gets his transformation by being stabbed by a robot, not quite wasp. But... Yeah. Yeah, robotic hornet, and then Shinobi's is a frog. Yeah. Wait, he, how do you get stabbed by a frog? He doesn't get stabbed it by just, a frog. It just, like, opens its mouth. And he goes, oh. and just spits his powers out. But, 
but the, the Wasp thing, I'm just thinking, oh man, I have to change my character. No, no, I, I, like, I was thinking of Wasp, and I'm like, Wasp Man? I guess getting stung by a Wasp is not that weird, like, a, a, stung by a robot wasp is not that uh, weird a transformation. I mean, either. you could get bitten by a radioactive spider. You were stung by, no, bitten by a radioactive spider, and this is stung by a AI shaped like a wasp that gives you not common rider powers. Yeah, but uh, I I like how Ham Rentaro and the Shinobi power set goes with the with the frog theme because not only all that, but also he has what I can only refer to as frog binoculars. I'm a frog. like a pair of binoculars with like frog designs on them. Adam, what is wrong? I'm a frog. Yeah. Feel the kind of kiss turn into a common rider. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love frogs. Hey, look, there's Waspinator. Waspinator, Waspinator, sick of being predicated. Waspinator quit. Waspinator getting sick of being blown up. But yeah, so we see them like doing the training and such for the tournament, and then it becomes clear that this tournament is just straight up fucking American Ninja Warrior in Japan. So, so just Ninja Warrior, Japanese so Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, nothing American about it unless there was an American Ninja there. Well, there was the Cowboy Ninja, but I don't think he was part of it. Yeah. We should have gotten Jiraiya back. So one thing about Hatari that is worth mentioning is we were all angry when we heard the name because it's clearly uh, based, like a misspelling of Hatori Hanzo. But also, apparently, Hatari is a Japanese word for bluff. So he's Comrade Bluff. <laughs> hey, everyone. To the bluffs! He's a big phony. Yeah. I just I also really like how it happens at least twice where like Shinobi is diving in to, to fight and Ichi is already around so in order to make sure his identity doesn't get blown he like has lens flares over his face so they can't see him his face when he henchins except there's one scene <laughs> yeah there's one scene where he like dips down while doing his ninja poses and shit I'm like they can see your face now fucker but no, that doesn't happen. Powers to and I'm sad because Hatari. Uh, no, I mean JJ Abrams powers. Michael Bay powers would be if he just exploded. Fucking. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm sad because I hate Kamen, everything about Kamen Rider Hatari, but he's just fucking ice ninjutsu, and I'm just like, no, you can't make me like you, motherfucker, just because you use ice powers. Like, yeah, like, we, like, like, he shoots ice at Shinobi, and Shinobi. Uh, is like encased in ice while he's doing a he's fire. He's like, hey, jokes on you, I had fire armor before you encased oh, okay. me. And I'm glad that oh, happened because for a second I was like, how the bloody fuck did ice beat fire? So apparently his catchphrase, like Shinobi is written in the heart of the blade, is a reference to how the kanji for Shinobi is written with the kanji for heart, Kokoro, and blade, Yabe. Yeah, that, that's what he says. His catchphrase is Shinobi is written with the letters for blade and heart. It is. Because they mistranslated. Oh, <laughs> yeah, science. <laughs> yes. No. No, that's just... It's their way. So one thing I noticed as we went through the three episodes is that the first episode had an opening that I felt was a little too long. The second episode had a shorter one, and the third one would lasted like ten seconds. <laughs> All right. Rider time should know. Already know. We're running out of rider time. Rider time. Do Sogo and Gates ever show up in this? Nope. No. This is Rentaro's story. It's about Shinobi. Oh, but they show up in the other Rider Time specials? This is... What's the deal with their one? They don't deserve to be in this one. This one is good. What? <laughs> so I'm just happy to watch Kamen Rider that's not Zio. 
Um, Where's my Amazon? So then we find out like the ninja referee of the tournament. He's just been Rainbow Snake the whole time. Which Which I will say, Rainbow Snake's design is fucking awesome looking. Which is which is really funny because uh, when when we first saw like ninja referees, it was straight up like full on referee outfit just with a fucking ninja hood on the head. So we were like, all right, ninja referee, shall act as referee so that no one gets hurt. But then it turned out he was acting as referee so that everyone would get hurt. You know what? Now I'm just thinking about Stupid Mario Brothers and how there were ninjas showing up in season four and five, especially Subashi, the the blood red ninja, <laughs> and everybody would always mispronounce his name. Yeah, Jabinski. Jabinski. Jablinski. Jablinski. Yeah. What's Jamelin Jables? Yeah. What's Jamelin Jables? But yeah, yeah they're so also fans of Ace and Base. Well, yeah, so the, the ninja tournament proceeds to its final round, which Iroha is still in, and the ninja referee proceeds to say, all right, so here's an extra rule. If you kill everyone else, you win. Oh, God. Excuse me? <laughs> and, of course, everyone targets Iroha, and then it turns out that they're secretly dust-tards from Forze. Yep. That always made me question Forze, but why... Why are the grunts for the space theme show ninjas? ninjas? It's because Fucking Virgo had a sense of humor. I, I it was never explained, <laughs> right? Because uh, Virgo was like, "Fuck it, space ninjas." That's okay. agreed. Yeah. <laughs> One rider belt to the winner. Um. So yeah, and just like Shinobi's fighting him, and then like Rainbow Sticks just like, "Oh, you should join me, Atari, and we can take down Shinobi." He's like. You know what? Cool. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Sweet. Which is like the funny part is like the reason he gets so all up in Shinobi's fucking face is because like as before the fight starts, he tries to protect Iroha from the the dark ninjas, and she immediately goes, "No, fuck you! I want Shinobi!" and just bolts, and he's just like, "No!" no. So he's literally Shinobi's rival and enemy because he wants to bone his sister, and oh she doesn't God. want him. That is very strange. And his ninjas. Yeah, that's pretty close to what this special was like. Subashi. I also like that at some points we see Hatari summon his own fleet of like support ninjas. Like you're my ninjas. Yeah. Ninjas. More like ninjas. Like a ninja. Terrible best for ninja these days. But yeah, so I I'm not sure if that actually was Rainbow Snake that he was fighting or one of his minions. But this this dude like transformed into like with a this cool spiritual green dragon effect, and then he had claws, and it was badass. Yeah, the suit is very clearly a retool of another shinobi, especially if you look at the belt. It's super shredder. It's a super shredder. Um, so then yeah, like it ends with episode two ends with like Dar- uh, Rainbow Snake just using. He, wait, uses, wait, wait. he uses this barrier on them. Wait, that was Rainbow Snake? I thought that was Evox from Beast Morphers. <laughs> but yeah, he uses this barrier on them that's made of darkness, and they there's this plot point about how the light element jutsu is too advanced for any of them. So he remembers this fucking science lesson that he got from his sister earlier, where if you combine fire and ice in just the right way, you, it gives off light. So they combine Shinobi's fire jutsu with Hatari's ice jutsu to create light It's strong enough to break the barrier. That's random, but okay. And should, I just and I just that just create mist, right? I don't know science. But, but the, the funny thing is, like, after it like breaks open the barrier, you just see Shinobi standing there, like way too bright. And for a second, I'm just like, I have become one with the light now. 
This is my soup. This is my super form. Bad wolf. This is my voice. Um. So yeah. So then, episode three, freaking. Uh, episode three, Shinobi and Hatari fight. There's this whole plot about. There's this whole part in the first half of the third episode about how they both get their their henshin gourd stolen, but then <laughs> Rentaro does the very specific. Hidden leaf pile double recovery jutsu, which just consists of him jumping out of a pile of leaves and and yoinking the henshin gourds from Rainbow Snake's hands. Very specific jutsu. <laughs> and Ichi, like Rintaro, has is untransformed, but he's got a hood over his face. And Ichi is apparently so fucking stupid that he doesn't recognize that it's Rintaro from his clothes. Oh my fucking god! It's so dumb. I mean. Let's think about that. This is a ninja society. You gotta imagine a lot of people will have very similar clothes. He should have recognized his eyes and his voice. That's why he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, this is why I fucking hated him. Like, he was so dumb. I also like how, like, the whole science lesson that he flashbacks to about the whole fire plus ice equals light thing. During the flashback, Iroha makes a comment about, Oh, if we use this, we can save on our electric bill. But she still gives him shit in the first episode about not paying their electric bill. Is that a potato plot? <laughs> kind of. Plot. Pretty close. Um, yeah, so they... They break out of the barrier, and then they do their finishing attacks, and Hatari does what I can only refer to as BEES KICK! Oh my gosh. He jumps up, turns into a freaking swarm of bees, and then turns back into himself to they're, land the they're kick. Hornets. Yeah, I can officially say that my guy that I'm talking about does not- well, he is themed around wasps, does not have the ability to turn into wasps and kick them. BEES! Bees. He does have the ability to turn his bike into a wasp themed bike, but more bees? Okay. The situation has bees would solve this. The situation has been made worse by the application of yet more bees. Doctor Bees is never not funny, and I right? don't know why. All the shows it's up. Not, I, I heard my cue. Why it's funny? There's no reason that it's funny, but it's funny. Why did you fill this magazine with nothing but bees? So they defeat they defeat Rainbow Snake or maybe not but Dragon Dude anyways and as he's untransformed they talk to him about why he wanted uh, Iroha and apparently this dude also wanted to bone his sister. I wanted to. Oh. You were speechless. I was just. Ugh. Everyone in the show wants to bang Iroha! Oh my god! So, so, so it's hilarious that, like, after, like, they defeat him or whatever like that, or whatever, he just fucks off. And yeah, it's weird because this is a very much older man! I'll carve your heart out later. No, the, the joke is like, oh, you held back, you didn't kill me like ninjas are supposed to do. Well, you weren't trying to kill her, so I decided not to kill you. Well, well yeah, because I wanted to date her! No. In exchange for not killing me, I'll rip your heart out later. Fucking excuse me?! First off, ha -ha! First off if you wanted to be a real ninja, you'd commit seppuku. Yeah, fucker! Um, so yes, then, like, Rintaro saves, saves Iroha. <laughs> and it's like- DISHONOR! Oh, oh yeah- DISHONOR ON YOU! DISHONOR ON YOUR DRAGON! 
So it's like, oh, the tournament's over or whatever like that because they, they couldn't find the scroll. Oh, yeah, I have the scroll. Oh. Yeah, Irohai yoinked so, one so, of the so, other prizes. So, so the prize that they got was a year's worth of rice. How long is that actually going to last? Two um, months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, so they, they go home and then, like, Ichi shows up and he's just like, oh, my God, Rentar, are you going to help me? Should I we stole your sister. And then you just hear her and he's like, here we okay. go again. Okay, Blaze points out that it wasn't a dragon; it was a snake that he used to transform. So maybe that was Rainbow Snake. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, and then just like Shinobi's like, yeah, or like your husband. Like, oh, yeah, was, I got... yeah, he was a minion. I I thought he was a little underwhelming to be the master villain. It's, oh, okay. So it was just a snake themed minion ninja. Yeah, oh. You know what this is reminding me of now? Episode eighteen of Decker Ranger. Even though it involved a samurai. Specific as fuck. Yeah, samurai go west, where there was this monster, like this alien that crash landed on Earth back in the feudal times. So like it's like how do we like how do we take care of this monster? It's like he won't leave the planet because he has so much honor. <laughs> Alright, I know what we'll do. You will bring honor no, to us no, all. And like this is what they do. They like I don't remember how they do it. They either like blindfold him or like they they bring him to like a certain location. They bring him to a movie set. <laughs> of feudal Japan. Is it that one Edo set they all everyone uses? Yeah, it was <laughs> which is freaking like they're all dressed up in like feudal clothing. It's like, alright, I challenge you to a sword match, and if I win you have to leave the planet. <laughs> and the funniest thing, Power Rangers SBD freaking adapted that episode oh, in which nice. they actually go to Japan. Oh fuck. Oh yeah, I remember the episode Decker Ranger. It was amazing. Yeah. The villain died on the way back to his home planet. Mm-hmm. Bloop, 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 bloop. So, yeah, so that was pretty much it, and just, oh my, the show was a mixed bag. Like, I, I didn't hate it, but it was just, it was weird. What really, it took so many turns I wasn't expecting. One line that Rentaro says towards the end that really made me question things was like, like, as they're about to go in and have dinner, he just looks up at the stars and says that he'll protect Iroha until she turns 18. Then Excuse me? <laughs> then she's kicked out! Then she's on her Fucking up. Then everyone can fuck her and I don't care. <laughs> like, why? Why specifically 18? Because that's like the legal adult age. Uh, like, it's the legal age where you are responsible for your own, like, for your own. Family. I guess. It just seems so heavy-handed, even though it's not, I don't know. I don't know. Don't worry about it. But yeah, as as it as the episode ends, we see the the frog sensei take his human form so we can eat rice, and also we get a like a really interestingly animated scene where we see what would have been the other common riders in this series if it would happen. And you know what I think is going on because it's the rainbow is such a thing here, and we have an orange and a purple slash indigo quote. Uh, rider, I think that what Shinobi was aiming for is that there would have been a ninja rider for every color of the rainbow. Hmm. And I'm really, really fucking sad that we won't get to see them because yeah. they look awesome. Yeah. Which I'll have to definitely watch this uh, during the week. Oh yeah, if you break. got if you can fit an hour in, absolutely watch it. Oh yeah, it's, it's I'll probably watch it on Monday. Ultra Rangers rendering. But speaking of multiple riders. Jikai Radio Sentai Castlevania. We are talking about the second Rider Time special, in which I am so excited for it. Of course you are. It, we are talking about, of course, the Common Rider Ryuki specials. 
only watched the first two parts, but like, um, oh man, I I don't want to say it right now. But, don't. Uh, oh my goodness. So yes, next week's topic will be Rider Time Ryuki. Oh yeah, episodes one through three. Yep. So as always, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Yeah, for, thank you very much. For listening, for watching, for liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, uh, loving, existing, breathing. And just a reminder that the Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger two-year anniversary live stream is happening May 16th, which is a Thursday. That's right. So be there. Because we may have a special thing that will debut in that episode. <gasps> I love things. So, so much to the point I didn't even tell Lane about it yet. Uh-oh. It's so special, I haven't even thought of it. <laughs> and Lane's just scary. He's like, oh no, what's Garfinkel? You better right fucking now? tell me or I'm going to stab you right now, Bomba style. I'm fired, aren't I? <laughs> just Lane, Lane, you become a pain in my ass. Can't do this with you You always talk over me. Become a lane in my ass, but that's really bad. Wow. (laughs) Well, for starters, like you talk over me. You always talk. You always start off the show. Um, where else? You're always right. You're always right. (laughs) You buy more figures than me on the show. You hate Bird on. You hate Bird. What's wrong with Bird on? Bird on's fucking more like horrible piece of garbage. More like Bird off. What's wrong with Bird on? He has balls. He has balls on his chin. You like that? <laughs> Thank God you don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You like SSSS Gridman. You also like SSSS Gridman. That's because it's SSSS tier. You love that, that final episode as much as I did. Yeah, I also did like that episode. Yeah. But anyways. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Rider out. Thank you for listening.